This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for October 3rd, 2019. Alex, you going to run a backup over there? We got one. Are you sure? Doesn't look like a backup's rolling. Just wondering. You know. Uh, so, hi. Hi. Hey. We've got it all together. Uh, Sarah and Vinny with uh, Alex in this room. This is our first, I think this is our first secret show in 10 years without Bryn at the helm. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, Yuzi and Hooman are residing in Studio B. Hooman, what a delight to have you on as a guest today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great incredible. to see you. Incredible. It's going to be incredible. Incredible. So, Don't forget Vaughn in Studio oh, B. Oh, is, is Vaughn on a mic somewhere? Yep. Monster? Say something. No, we're not getting him, though. All right. That's going to take another 20 minutes. Alex, no, that won't. Yeah, Alex will figure it out, and we'll just keep going with the All show right. while he does. Um, so, Hooman, give us an update. What's going on with you? <clears throat> oh, I'm still recovering. I'm still uh, taking a bunch you of You cleared meds. to drive yet? I am cleared to drive. Still living in San Mateo. Lovely oh. town of San Mateo. It's living with nice. mom, huh? How's that going? It's good, you know. It's weird being in my teenage bedroom, but uh, <laughs> do you have like a twin bed or something? I did, and I was hanging off of it, and then like <laughs> my mom, like I don't know, she like peeked in one night when I was sleeping, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my god, your legs are hanging off the bed." <laughs> I said, "I know." I, I go because she uh, when I I haven't I hadn't spent the night in my mom's house in 19 years. Oh boy! So this is the first, and she and yet has, your room is still there, still there. That's yeah, weird. And she has like she opens her home up to. Um, foreign students. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who sure. need like housing, and she cooks them meals and stuff. She's you but guys. Is, you're a great family that way. Yeah, this is basically my whole life. We're always. I'm like, who's over our house now, <laughs> mom? Because like, it, it ever just gonna be me? I don't know if I ever told you the story, but uh, when we came to the United States, um, my mom used to pick up hitchhikers because that's what you did in Iran. Did I ever tell you this? No. And one, I feel and one, like you've talked about One time this. she, uh, we were on the highway and there was this old man hitchhiking on the highway on 101 and she pulls over and she goes, where are you? Where do you need to a ride to? And I was, I was just like three or four, but I vividly remember this. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, I need a ride to Fresno. Oh. Fresno. And she no. goes, we're going to Fresno. And we were. Why were you going to Fresno? Because I had cousins up there. Oh. And uh, maybe I was a little older. Maybe I was like six. Yeah, but, you had yeah, to have been a little so, older. Yeah, but uh, and we this guy sat in the car with us to Fresno, and I was really upset because I had to go to the back seat. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. But uh, and then my mom went in and met the whole family and gave everybody a hug and said, "I wanted you kids to see your dad again." And then she dropped him off and we went to my cousins. Wow. Jeez. I know, right? So That's wait, a, so did she hmm. get you another bed? Yeah, so have you guys seen those one online called Nectar? Those Nectar beds that are like 600 bucks, but they're nope, like... Nope, never heard of them. Oh, yeah. my Sleep God. number, though, are incredible. Yeah, sleep oh, number. Really try one of those. <laughs> yeah. Sleep number. Yeah. Sleep yeah. number. Sorry, I got a new bed. The fall sale's on now. Yeah, thirteen ninety nine for a right. Queen 360. Unbelievable. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Smart wow. bed. You don't even know you need a smart <laughs> bed. Where's my closest store, though? 
Uh, well, I don't have a list right in front of me, but I know there's one in Petaluma. All oh, right. Hey, Cupertino's right. got a location. Yeah, Valley Fair. Yeah, Oak Ridge Mall. Right. Sure. They're all over the place. Well, good to hear you got yeah. a sleep number bed, Hooman. Yeah, glad to hear Great. <laughs> all right. That'll help with your recovery. Yeah. Hope so. so uh, any kind of timetable? Like, are you going to start be able to start to exercise soon, or what's, what's no, your deal? No, no. So I uh, had to do a bunch of lab work this week, and uh, I'll see the results for those. But then there's going to be new meds next week. Okay. So. Let me ask you a couple questions, though. Do you feel better? Uh, there are days that I feel okay, and there are days where I'm, like, sleeping all day. So it's, it's 50-50. And what about point. your back pain? The back pain's trumped by the front pain. Oh. So you, you're you having just, front pain now. Well, yeah, because, you know, that's where your gallbladder is. Your gallbladder's on the front, and your back's in the back. So you're still having, <laughs> you're still having pain from the operation that was five, five weeks ago. Uh, it's taking a while, yeah, That's... because it was an inflamed uh, gallbladder, huh. and when they pulled it out of my belly button, uh, hot. It uh, so I have to see the surgeon um, in a week or two. Oh. I mean, he's gonna keep checking it. Oh God, you know how sometimes they leave something behind in there. Well, there it is. Yeah, we I need like, an X. We need an X-ray stat. I was touching my belly button the other day, and I was still super sore. And I'm like, Ooh. why is this still super sore? Super sore. Super sore. Super sore. You keeping it Super nice and clean, sore. like the all the, the insertion points? Uh, yeah, the insertion points, but the belly button one is the one that's taking the longest to heal. Yeah. Uh, the other three, there's it, a scar, but... Is it because of your pants? Is your pants no, hitting no. right there? No, yeah. no. I mean, I know, I know uh, how that could be a thing, but I, I don't wear tight clothes. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You're an elastic waistband it's guy, all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, good. Sounds like you're on the mend at the very least. So, yeah. great news. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you more later. All right. Let's uh, let's do a bad advice. I, actually, there's a few things here, and they are a little bit themed out. First, I want to go back. Uh, this is the person who um, is referencing the chick who asked about a time limit or whatever on when she should stoop a dude. Remember, oh, yeah. She, this was uh, two weeks ago or so. She said, <clears throat> uh, this lady says, I was on all the sites. I was going through my slut phase when I got a message from this guy. He wouldn't let me hit it and quit it. Long story short, it was a whirlwind romance, and he cured me of my slutty ways. We met in March and married in December of the same year. Mm. He was the one whose clock was ticking. I was content being single, but he's my best friend, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Wow. When you know, you know. Yeah. I think that's true. When you know, when you meet someone, you're like, okay, this is something a little more. This is more than just I don't a think slut there's stop. anything wrong with as a grown up saying we're not going to do this on the first date, but by the second date, I think you can do anything you fucking want. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You know. Oh, we're seeing each other now. Right. I mean, it's, it's right. all right. Listen, and as an adult, and if you don't want to on the second date, that's also totally right. Fine. But like I'm saying, if you're a adult, grown up and you're and you want to, and you want it, and they want it, and it's you know, right. so you got to do that. Uh, hey, Sarah, Vinny, Yuzette, Bryn, and Hooman. I'll substitute Alex here. Alex, you can weigh in if you have strong thoughts on this. Uh, don't say my name. I'm a longtime listener of both The Regular and The Secret Show, and I'm in an interesting situation I'm hoping everyone could give me their advice on. I'm a 24-year-old woman who has never been on a date or in a relationship. And she sends a picture. And she's cute as a button. How old did you say? She's 24. 24, okay. I should clarify, this is not for lack of wanting to, but for some reason I've just not never had any luck in that department. When I graduated high school, I started working a full-time job that required me to be very isolated from anyone remotely my age. And after 
Over a year of commuting, quite a ways to college while working full-time, I finally decided to switch to online classes to finish my degree, which is even more isolation, really. Mm -hmm. Now I'm working at a different job that allows me to be more social with people my age, but I feel like I'm still lost on how to initiate any kind of date or relationship. I feel like if I were to casually ask someone I work with if they want to hang out or go on a date, it could get awkward. And plus work is just unfortunately not the place to do that. It's become a... Real dangerous zone. Hashtag don't. Right. I can see more and more guys going, nah. Yeah, nope. Uh, but I'm scared of meeting a total stranger I find online, which is also totally justifiable. What do you guys think I should try? Uh, so the photo, she's a, I, you know, she's a 24-year-old white chick. She's got like kind of, it's black and white. I'm going to say it's like a dirty blonde hair. She looks cute and freckle-faced, nice smile, pretty eyes. Like She might be a redhead. Yeah. Oh, yes. She, sure. She has that look. Uh, she's... There's nothing wrong with this chick. It's all about just needing to figure out how to do it. Hooman, I'm going to guess you're going to suggest yeah, I'll church. Yeah, go ahead and start. Yeah, go uh, ahead. No. Uh, yeah, church is good. I, everybody has things they like to do. Like Vinny's a big surfer. He likes to watch a lot of reality. That's usually a solo thing. <laughs> sure. But anyway, <laughs> the, the point is uh, you if you can find some kind of club or community to get in, whether it's like a running club That's or a, good idea. a biking club, you can meet some really amazing bowling the bowling guys aren't really that handsome, but you, you'll find solid dudes though. <laughs> solid. You'll yeah. find you know softball, but that that would be like a good. I feel like you need to get in some clubs. I agree. I think that those are things that you there is a weekly obligation or whatever, and yet it's not a work thing because that's the problem with work. You go out with someone at work and it doesn't work out, and you still work with them and have to see them, and it's weird, and and it's just, and frankly, especially if somebody's like in a position of power over you or beneath you, like it's. It can get really tricky. It's, it's not the place to date. Um, I agree. I think that a club is a, a great way to start. And I also think, too, get your mind off of this. I You you need to have things, I've said it a million times, be interesting, not interested. Just yeah. find things that, and be okay with being a whole person by yourself. What if a, a relationship never happens? What, are you going to be miserable your whole life? you got to find ways to occupy yourself, make yourself happy do things that interest you and that you find fun and you'll fall into something naturally or you won't and you need to be okay with that either way. I'll play devil's advocate okay. to that advice. All right. <clears throat> what I believe is uh, if you've decided you want to be in a relationship, then you have to make choices like Human has suggested to put yourself in positions to find a relationship. And you also have to do things and practice things um, to be ready for that, like flirting, I don't want to call it an art form, but it is something that you, if you haven't done it and are unpracticed, can be a little clunky. Yeah. And you might want to start practicing with some people at the running club or wherever you go in order to be a little more practiced when you do meet someone that you right. want to talk to. I think it takes effort and, and, uh, and look, you can't grab the first guy that looks at you and turn him into your husband. That's not what I mean. But I do think that people who sit around single and say to themselves, I want to be in a relationship, but they sit in their house or they sit at work at their in their cubicle and can't figure out why no one's found them. Mm -hmm. No one's going to find you. You got to go out. Just put yourself out there. And you got to be you gotta put a smile on your face. Mm -hmm. Be someone who's approachable. Right. Be putting yourself in a position where someone who thinks you're cute is willing to come up and say, hi, that resting bitch face isn't going to get it done. And also one word answers aren't going to get it done right. either. I think that sometimes out of shyness or just like fear because the opposite sex or whatever is talking to you, you yes and no. I, I mean, 
I actually think that compliments are a great way to start a conversation with someone like, you know, randomly. Oh, uh, I like those shoes. I haven't seen Vans with a high top before. Those are cute kicks. Where'd you get those? Thanks. I mean, yeah, see? <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, look at you with all your tattoos on. Oh, oh look thanks. at that boy. Did you get those? What, what inspired <laughs> that one? The, the panther that's on your arm. And then you start a conversation. It's not that hard to start a conversation if you start with something about the People love to talk about themselves. God, I've made a whole living out of it. Like it's, <laughs> we, we just love it. Right. And, and, you know, keep it off of you and keep it on them and smile and listen to everything they say without worrying about what you're going to say next. And next thing you know, you'll be relaxed and flirting and out on a date. When I when I so when I got sober, I absolutely stopped dating completely. And I just tried to get myself together. And then there was a point after about four years where I just said, this is ridiculous. I got to start. I got to start practicing. Yep. And that's what I did. I truly looked at it like, all right, I'm going to ask a girl out and see what happens. And then I went, all right, I'm going to take her out and we're going to go to dinner. And I mean, I admit the first I've told you the story. The first bone back was awful. Mm, I put brandy. a condom on to give me the mm. no, it wasn't brandy uh, to give me a little staying power, you know, and it turned out that it made my boner go away. Yeah, It was one of those you like go shower that off. Uh I don't know what there's like a desensitizing cream in there that was supposed to help me, you know, not come in two seconds. Right. It's like orange gel. And instead it made me go away. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Yuzi? Got any advice for this chick? No, I was uh, thinking about the club thing too. I was sort of going on the internet right now and looking at singles clubs. They have those events events and adventures clubs all around the Bay Area that you get to meet someone and do an activity. Well, those are great because everyone there is looking to do something active mm-hmm. but also letting everyone there know I'm single and I'm looking to mingle. Yeah. There's another place that it's uh what's called something like Just Lunch. Yeah, Just Lunch. So you, you know, talk to these people and it is sort of a client-based thing. Oh, what but, do you mean? But uh you get to go on, you know, you join this membership. I see. All right. They and connect you. Yeah, exactly. But it is Just Lunch and that's so much easier to do than Well, I would, I would do the apps too. I don't know why you would be concerned about doing the apps that you yeah, made just feel like a stranger. it's right. But you know, people do it. Meet somewhere well lit. Put yourself on there. See what you. If if no one interests you, then you don't go. Right. Yeah. It's really easy. But if you meet someone online and you've talked to them a couple times, then okay, you don't meet them in a dark alley in the tenderloin. <laughs> right. You meet them in a well lit place at one p.m. You know, lunchtime ish. Yeah. And make sure that you know you don't you don't give them your ID so they know right. where your address is, or you know there's things you do to protect your own identity. But you can go and maybe you hit it off. I think too that because you're 24 and this hasn't happened for you at all, I would like to take this to the next. I, I feel like we've given you amazing advice, and you're gonna you're gonna have, be on a date before you know it. Here's the next thing that's going to be a problem in your life. Uh, you're not going to hit it off with the first person. You're not going to hit it off with the 10th person. Uh, you might not hit it off with someone for a couple of years. And that's all okay. You're out. You're having fun. You're gaining experience. When someone ghosts you, let them. Let them ghost. And no, it's not you. It isn't you. It's it's that the two of you weren't supposed to be together. Or maybe even tell yourself they're a jerk. Whatever. Uh, they didn't see a, a, the golden goose when they had it. But the next problem is always worrying about like, I, I don't want you to seem desperate. You're not looking to l- leap into a relationship with that first person. You know, take that part as slowly as you've taken this it's dating It's definitely part. not the way your vagina tastes. It tastes perfectly fine. It tastes fine. fine. Oh. Unless someone actually goes, ugh, this tastes horrible. <laughs> and then it's a problem. And then you go see your gynecologist and she'll help you out. Or he, whoever. Right. 
All right, next up. This one's long. Oh, boy. And it's been sitting here for a while. I've had this, uh, well, it looks like since the middle of August, so I'll do it. I'm a 30-year-old guy who hasn't gotten laid in two years. All right. I've been single for the last four years, and before that I was in a relationship <laughs> for over six years. I needed a much-deserved break from my dating from dating after my last relationship ended badly. My fiancé left me for her co-worker. See, the work relationship is bad. <sighs> And I slept with her best friend six months after we broke up. In my early 20s, I was the type of person who had to be in a relationship and valued my happiness based on who I was dating and how successful our relationship was. I decided to swear off relationships for five years, but not hookups, to focus on myself. So now he hasn't gotten laid in two years. You uh, guys that are able to put a number on things the way you do. Human does that too. We're not going to talk for six months. Yeah, you need that. You need that. When you six need months, to... Mark comes and he didn't immediately get an email. So this person decides they're not going to do anything for five years. Five years. But now they're four years in and they're like, oh, I oh, need boy. to hook right. up. I moved to Southern California recently. Uh, hard time finding work. Harder time finding the school to attend that wasn't an hour and a half away. Um, let's see. Way to research. I ended up moving back to the Bay Area. Boy. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. It's really long. I'm trying well, to keep I'm going. I'm saying that I'm person, to... look into things before you do, uh, do them. Well, he's got family down there. All right. Well, so I found work fast. But every one of my friends with benefits is no longer an option. One was a married woman who ghosted me after we had an affair for over a year. The woman I knew from high school as well as uh, the exes are all in relationships. Uh, I asked two ladies out from work. Both are in relationships. I don't know what I want. I feel I'm open to a relationship if it felt right. I don't want kids. I'm not taking marriage off the table. No rush to make a commitment. I don't even know what this guy wants. Get on Tinder. What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, I uh, okay. I'm gonna skip down. I don't really know where this is going. My question is: At this point, are my only two options to keep sifting through the hell of online dating, or be a cliche join a gym where I would hope to meet someone? That's I really no. Don't, I those think, aren't your. No only one two wants options. to be yeah. picked up at the gym. I actually think that this is like back to this other girl. Like, right? I didn't come to the gym to get hit on by dudes. Uh, actually, I never even went to the gym, so forget that. <laughs> But I know that chicks don't like that's I'm here to get a workout in, not to like, you know, right. listen to you lob softballs my way. So uh, he's saying he's very rusty at flirting. I always err on the side of caution to not make any women feel uncomfortable or pressured, which I'm sure comes across as me just asking questions, which doesn't scream take me out on a date. Mm. Get on Tinder. How do I handle this topic? Yeah, I, I just don't. It sounds like he has done some online dating. Yeah, I'm not even that. sure what he's asking. But he wants to get I know laid. what he's asking. What's he asking, Human? Tell me. What. All right, listen. You're, you're, you didn't ask the question he needs to ask. You're a miserable... You sound like a miserable person. Oh, and boy. I think you should That's get some... That's not miserable. I think you should sound, get some guy friends. I think you should just hang out with some dudes and, like, acclimate that way and, like, work on being joyful uh, outside of having a relationship, Doctor Hooman figured it out. Well, I mean, he needs some boyfriends. He needs some boyfriends. You don't you need, need girlfriends. Some boyfriends, pal. Well, he needs to get his life started. He's moving here. He's moving there. Like, you know what? Start working. Settle down. Make go some to, go to the gym, not to hit on people. Right. Make some for joints. I'm telling you, the join a club thing is legit. Have a hobby. Find something to do. Yeah, and don't worry. about like, you'll meet girls naturally. You don't need to. I don't know. That right, be human. Like, you do that. You meet yeah, girls I mean, naturally. I meet girls. <laughs> Have you? Has anyone been like a Florence Nightingale to you in your recovery? No. Well, my mom. Does that count? <laughs> Not really. Cause <laughs> I was thinking more like a girl that you might yeah. wind up hooking. And up there with. goes all the advice he gave right out the window. <laughs> 
of the does my mom, mom count? <laughs> I'm gonna say she does count. Ah, oh, thanks, Yuzi. <laughs> Absolutely. Count toward what though is the question? Yeah. Oh, okay. The His recovery. Okay. All right. right. Well, yeah. sure. I mean, listen. She was very, you know, obviously she's your mom. She's very concerned about you. I know. I think she really likes having me at the house too. I, I I've, bet I've she said, does. I've said a couple times. I'm like, all right. Well, she goes, no, 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 no. You should be here for a few more days. Like, That's sweet. Yeah. She loves having you around. Is it cramping your style, though? Like, I mean, not really. It's not like style? I bring chicks over my house anyway. <laughs> well, there's Studio. no neighbors up, upstairs doing it, and it's free. No. Plus, you have a TV. Right? It is funny, though, because I... Uh, yeah. Are you thinking about moving back in for good? No. Why? Because I got this killer studio for 1400 a month with parking. My PG&E is $9 a month. I don't want to brag, but... Well, your PG&E could be zero, <laughs> and you have parking at your mom's house. PG&E mean... is 100 bucks a year. He can never get back in the city for that price. Yeah, that's right. Well, sublet it then. You can't, because oh. they'll kick you out. Oh, I bet they'd be like... They're waiting they for you to triple yeah. the price immediately. Yes, right. Your 400-square-foot food studio is a freaking $3,000 a month apartment. Yep. Uh, anyway, back to this guy. I really think you got to just get friends. Don't worry about dating. You're not in a place to date. Like any girl yeah, that dates you is going to be like, wow, you, you're not that fun. You're and you're not that stable. <laughs> like, you know, get some get some time in one area under your belt. Get yourself established as a human being. Chicks want to be with dudes who are happy with or without them. Yeah. Yep. Right? I think we so. want to be with winners. Whoa, yes. I like winners. I want winners. All right, don't say my name. Uh, NASA girl here. Has NASA girl written us before? No. Nope. I don't call NASA that. girl. Hey, radio family. I need your help and quick. I'm supposed to get a tattoo from a friend of mine who's a tattoo artist. We just so happened to mess around before I got with my boyfriend I have now. I've been nothing but honest with my current boyfriend. He knows who he is. He knows everything, which isn't much because we were just friends with benefits at the time right before he came along. At first, my boyfriend tried to talk me into going to someone else for future tattoos. Why? I said. I, and then I said I would if it bothered him. Dumb. And then at a later date, he said, I don't give a shit. And he doesn't remember telling me he had a problem with it in the first place. So I have an appointment tomorrow, and he claims he doesn't care. But I can see it's really bothering him. I don't care, but you said you wouldn't anymore. That type of thing. So here's the twist. Sure, I wish I could cancel my appointment. Shitty thing I don't like to do to artists. And I would. But why should I when he's still having playdates with his ex-roommate who he used to fuck? <laughs> Literally just this past week, he took his son to the park with her because the kid wanted to see her. They used to live together and the kid missed her. I've heard the kid talk about her before. Well, that's for the kid. Isn't it? Still has playdates with her. That's what he said. It's for the kid. But so she The kid just loves go- her. Right. Is that the thing that where That was his like- other mom for a minute there. Mm-hmm. So this is the guy who tattooed her. Well, I she think wants that, to keep going. Yeah, and she wants to go to the same I, artist. I think she should go to the same artist. Uh, they were never get together as a couple, but she's obsessed with my boyfriend. He claims he doesn't look at her like that. Honestly, looking at her, she really isn't his type. My boyfriend was honest, didn't keep it from me, but told uh, but told me day of. I didn't make a big deal out of it, but why should I cancel my point with a friend I once boned when he's over there having playdates with his ex-roommate who's infatuated with him? Do you want to go first, Vinny? No. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go first. Then. Okay. Um, your relationship's doomed? I think you got to sit down and have a talk with your boyfriend and say, hey, listen, it bothers me that you see your ex, and I know it bothers you that I see this tattoo guy, so let's figure out a way so that we don't 
keep bothering each other subconsciously. <laughs> and I think that way is breaking up. Um, I don't know. I just... Yeah, I mean... Or they could just keep going and doing what they're doing, but everyone's going to be resentful at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, tit for tat until yeah. they cheat on each other. I, I totally agree with that. Like, the whole tit for tat thing is like, well, you did it. I mean, did you? Like... That's no way to have a healthy relationship. You, there, somebody's either confident in your love for them, and not going to be jealous over over you, and you're not jealous over him because you have a level of trust, or or not. And it sounds like it's not right now. So. I have a question. Yes, Vinny. I don't, I don't if, know if, I have an if Christina was bothered by one of your friends, would you cut them out? So here we go. Interesting. It depends on the scenario. But as a partner, I've done a ton of things I didn't want to do in order to be a good partner. And she has too. So that's part of what partnership's about. There are things you do that you... What I what stood out to me in this scenario is that... Look, if he said, go ahead, I don't care, get the tattoo with the guy. He may care, but he's trying to be someone who doesn't. You know how you try to do that sometimes? Trying, you want to be a better be cool. person and you want to do better than, than you and actually... he probably does trust you. He just doesn't like the idea it's just, that the two you know, of you are talking. sticking him in the side and he's feeling bad about it. So that's, you know, that's something that if he cares about you, at least there's that, right? Right. right. The other thing is, look, people do things for their kids. If that kid is asking to see this girl, that might be why he's seeing this girl. Right. Like you do that, you do... Talk about doing stuff for other people. For your kids, man. You do anything. You can't believe the things you do for them. Right. So I don't know that he's, you know, pining for this girl. It may be more about the kids pining for the girl. It was a time in his life, time in the kid's life, when the kid had some normalcy. Maybe the kid misses that, you know? Right. I don't know. What kind of jerk are you? Why doesn't the kid like you? <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? Maybe he should just drop the kid off at the girl's house and be like, hey, I'll pick you up in a couple hours and come home mm. and bone you. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is here, it's but um, I think you guys are doomed. I do too. You know, it, the truth is you should both feel a lot more comfortable with each other. And that's one thing. It's, it's a sign of a bad relationship if you're constantly feeling uneasy with the way the other person behaves. Right. And the whole tit for tat thing, I really do think that that can, that can spiral you know, I, I see that in some relationships where it's like, well, he did this, so I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just things like, he went on a dude's weekend, so I'm going to go on a girl's weekend, and we're going to get wasted right. in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I can't believe what happened. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, so, don't you know that, that uh, tattoo guy that gives me my tattoos? I used to bang him all the time, and I'm getting a new tattoo next week. <laughs> all right, have a great day. When <laughs> did she write this? Do you think she got the tattoo already? You know, that's a good question because it was Where's definitely the tattoo, not yesterday. Too? I mean, if she yes. got it, tramp stamp. It's always a tramp stamp. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> you calling her a tramp? Uh, let's see. It's She's either gotten that tattoo or hasn't. Oh. It was a couple months ago. Oh, boy. Well, so, hey, write us back, write tattoo. Us back. I want to hear about that one. <laughs> Send us a picture of the tattoo. All yeah. right. Well, listen, helping people is exhausting. Hooman, it was awesome oh, hanging out so. with you for a couple extra minutes here on The Secret Show. Uh, email us anytime, Sarah or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. We just love giving bad advice and uh, on any topic. And we're good at it. Oh, my God. I mean, have you, <laughs> did you hear the show we mm -hmm. just did? Alex, did you hit record? I did. Yeah. All right. So this one's in the kid. All right. Secret show. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>